Hi, my name is John Kim. I'm a therapist who went through his own rebirth many years ago, and I've been documenting my journey ever since, sharing my life lessons and revelations. I believe in casual over clinical, with you instead of at you. I come unrehearsed on purpose because self-help doesn't have to be so complicated. I know what you're thinking. All right, here we go. I'm going to realign my relationship, which means make a list of all the things my partner needs to work on. Nope, that is not true. The first step to realigning your relationship is to look inward. I talk a lot about looking inward first, and I really believe this. Imagine if in your relationship, both people did that always, if that was their first step, right? Um, It just lines up the tracks, positions yourselves uh, to create safe spaces and take ownership. And the problem is that most people don't look inward first. I I know very few that actually do uh, because it's difficult. It's challenging, I got to say, you know, because we have egos and we don't want to do shit unless our partner does it first, etc. And of course, we get very comfortable in our relationship. There's a dynamic, there's a pattern. And so to actually look inward first can go against the grain in so many ways, right? Um, It's like nails on a chalkboard. (laughs) It can make you cringe and screech. Um, But here's the thing. You have to set the example, not for your partner, but for yourself, you know, and that's what this whole course is about. It's about taking the initiative. It's about taking, uh, setting the example. It's about um, you doing this for you, right, whether your partner changes or not, right? It's not about your partner. Now, that being said, I think you should present this audio course to your partner. I mean, you already have it. You might as well let him or her listen to it too. Um, But that being said, no one changes unless they want to change. So if you tell him or her that uh, you are working on yourself (laughs) to improve the relationship, hopefully that will encourage your partner to also um, listen to this or do their form of um, what working on themselves, his or herself looks like. So Look inward first, right? What does that look like? Well, you have to first uh, be still, get out of your head, um, ask yourself, and you have to be very honest, what are the things right now that you're struggling with in your relationship? Sit with it. Think about it. What in your relationship is not working for you? How much of that stuff is your own stuff, right? So how much of that is from your past, from your story, from your patterns? It's easy to blame your partner for all the stuff that isn't working. Um, And I know that there are things uh, that your partner is responsible for. You know, there are things that your partner is not delivering or, you know, your partner isn't meeting you halfway in certain areas. Of course, it takes two people to build or um, not build a relationship, right? But we're just talking about you because the first step is to look inward first. And I say first because it's, it's just the beginning. I mean, there's also looking at your partner and, and also you know expressing yourself and hoping that your partner is also going to be responsible for uh, his stuff, right? So, but first, what are some things that you are struggling with in your relationship? How much of it is your own stuff? How much of it is, is are things that, how much of it is, is uh, stuff from your own story uh from your uh, the way that you think uh your own triggers stuff that comes up for you right 
and then you know out of all that stuff what do you need to do do to start owning it so um, as you look inward um, it's not about just knowing what you want to change but how are you going to do it in action without it there is no change so just think about that right think about what are some things that you now want to work on step two take care of your own needs uh, we all have needs I think in relationships it's very easy to forget about our needs it's very easy to give and sometimes we give so much we forget about ourselves um, six basic needs here's a little bit of structure for you your emotional need your physical need your spiritual need your sexual need your intellectual need and your purpose slash passion need now I'm gonna go through them again and I'll go a little bit deeper your emotional need is a need for you to express yourself we are as human beings we are um, not crock pots but what's the other oh pressure cookers yes we are pressure cookers and if we don't release the valve we will explode um, if you don't have a space to express yourself and how you feel and what's going on um, you you're you're just gonna push everything down your as what I mean is your feelings and it's gonna manifest in other ways or you're just going to explode right so and by other ways I mean unhealthy ways maybe through food or through coping numbing you know I don't know alcohol whatever it is right so having an emotional space is um, a need that you need to take care of and so maybe I don't know what that looks like maybe it's a therapist maybe um, usually it is our intimate partner so depending on your relationship with your partner currently um, hopefully you are sharing and expressing yourself and if you're not then uh, this is going to be one reason to is actually um, realign your relationship right so how are you fulfilling your emotional need and if you are not or if you don't have many ways that you're fulfilling your emotional need um, what's stopping you what's stopping you from creating that space for yourself what's the blocker do you feel guilty are you afraid what's one thing you can do to start moving in that direction what's one thing you can do to start fulfilling that need second your physical need we are designed to move we are not meant to sit in cubicles or couches all day um, and, and, and movement isn't just about losing weight you know it's about connecting to your body so think about how you are fulfilling your physical need I know so many who do absolutely nothing because they work so much and they work behind desks right and then after work they're hungry so they're going through drive-thrus and then they feel shitty about themselves and just years and years of this and there's this huge disconnect to their bodies and it's like they just the bodies are just um, functioning but they don't they don't feel whole they don't feel complete they don't feel sexy you know so um, we all have physical needs and I think that we should sweat daily it doesn't matter what the activity is um, what's important is that you do it and you connect to your body through the activity so some people you know surf some people run some people do CrossFit some people do yoga um, what how are you fulfilling your physical need maybe 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 you hike maybe you like getting outside I don't know and if you don't have a lot of ways you're fulfilling your physical need then what's the blocker what's the barrier and if it, if you say time or if you say you know that you're too busy that that's 
on the surface, but that's not the blocker. There are blockers underneath that um, that are preventing you from fulfilling your physical need because time will never be an excuse. There are people I know who work 80-hour weeks, wake up at 5 a.m., 4.30, get in their sweat you know, before they go to work um, because it's important to them. And I want you to look at it this way when it comes to these needs. You're not just doing it for you, and if you can't do it for you, then do it for the relationship. I mean, I would rather you do it for you, but if you're not wired that way, then I want to leverage your relationship. And if the relationship is important for you, um, or any relationship is important for you, whether it's this one or another one you're going to be in uh, in the future, um, I want you to do it for the relationship knowing that by fulfilling these basic needs, you're bringing more to the table as a whole person, as a person with more self-love, self-esteem, value. Okay, next one, your spiritual need. Uh, this isn't necessarily a religious thing, uh, but we are spiritual beings. How are you fulfilling your spiritual need? What are you doing to fulfill that need? Some people meditate. Some people, you know, um, pray. Some people um, read stuff, uh, watch videos. What are you doing? Go to church. Next one, sexual need. This isn't just about having sex, although that's obvious. Um, how are you fulfilling your need to be uh, to feel sexy? Because we are sexual beings, right? Is it a new dress? Is it? I don't know. Is it salsa dancing? You know, what is it you're doing? Maybe it's fitness. What is it you're doing to uh, feel sexy? And some of these can overlap. So. Uh, I have a friend who says he meets God in the water. He's a surfer. So surfing for him um, can be a physical need that he's fulfilling, but also a spiritual need, right? If um, doing fitness and connecting to your body is also something where you uh, makes you feel sexy, then you're fulfilling both a physical need and a sexual need. So with your sexual need, how are you fulfilling that need? And even things like uh, masturbation, you know, um, are you doing it? If not, why? Um, what are the blockers? Do you are you not in touch with your body? Do you you know? Because even that is it's under self care, you know. And I get we get busy. I get that we lock away that sexual desire sometimes because we're raising children or because we don't feel good about ourselves or because you know we're focused on building an empire. I don't know, but it is a human need and it's a basic need. What are you doing to fulfill it? Okay, next one. Your intellectual need. You have to feed your brain. Um, our brains are, are designed to constantly learn and, and be activated and, you know, um, neurons firing, right? And different neurons firing, they wire together and um, we need that intellectual stimulation. So I don't know if it's uh, you're watching TED Talks or you're reading or whatever you're doing, but uh, you should be feeding your brain every single day through podcasts or whatever, whatever you feel like, um, whatever interests you, right? Whatever you want to do to feed your brain. How are you f fulfilling your intellectual need? And the last one is how are you fulfilling your purpose slash passion need? Now, a lot of people believe this is extra, and it's not. We are meant to, we are passionate creatures. We are meant to um, run toward our true north and uh, we're, we're purpose driven, you know? So, this is one of those ones where it's so neglected and we think that um, we should 
have jobs that are logical because we have to pay bills and feed our children and um, having something that is um, that fuels our passion and our purpose is, is uh, it's fantasy or it's you know for other people but it's not realistic no it's a basic need you know to have fire in your belly is a basic need so if you don't have anything that you're passionate about that's okay then the way you fulfill your need is to actually start exploring what are you passionate about right just to get the ball rolling um, start splattering paint start exploring what you're pa passionate about where you feel a sense of purpose okay so these are your, uh, some of your basic needs your emotional need your physical need your spiritual need your sexual need your intellectual need and your purpose slash passion need I'm giving you this as a template because uh, number two in this process under realigning your relationship is to take care of your needs so I wanted to start with this as a foundation Think about if you're fulfilling these needs, and if you're not, then what is stopping you? And finally, what is one thing you can do to start fulfilling your need? And you know what? Give yourself a day and time. Like tomorrow, you know, Thursday, Wednesday at 5 o'clock, start writing shit down uh, so you make yourself accountable that you're going to do this action to, fill, to fulfill this need because you are not fulfilling that need, right? All right, step three, communicate to your partner. And not only are you communicating to your partner where you're at in life, uh, but also um, your boundaries, you know. This is something that is huge that so many people don't do. And um, I get it. We're not used to telling our partners how we feel. Uh, we weren't raised that way. We weren't in spaces where we were allowed to express our feelings. Okay, that's all in the past. If you want a build, if you want to build a healthy relationship, you have to start exercising that muscle, right? And again, and I know I've said this so many times, but I want to just drill it into your brain. You're doing life with your partner, not around your partner or at your partner. And the way you do life with your partner is to communicate. Many people don't express themselves because they don't want to burden their partner. They don't want to, um, you know, put it on their partner. They they they, they just keep it to themselves because they think uh, it's their own stuff but what you're doing is you're actually then uh, leaving your partner dark and you're you're doing life around your partner so I was in a relationship once where she um, out of love I get it but she kept a lot of her feelings to herself so if she had a bad day or something was wrong um, she just pushed it down you know compartmentalized it and then uh, showed me the happy bright side of her and I actually, I, I, I get the effort. I appreciate the effort. That's amazing. But in a way, um, there's a disconnect because then you're not seeing your partner's entire life, right? You're just seeing the, the, the pretty colors and it's not realistic and it's not sustainable. So by doing that, she was doing life around me, not with me. Because when you do life with someone, you're doing life with someone. You're expressing to them your highs, your lows, and your shitty day, and how this was, and how that was, and 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 that grit is what produces glue. You know, I mean, if two people only show um, their happy times and the, <laughs> their uh, their uh, pretty colors and and only the good things in life, there's something very false about that. And it's, and, and it's not going to create uh, sticky uh, glue. It's going to create uh, a slippery – it's going gonna, it's gonna to make two people feel like cardboard cutouts instead of real human beings. So, and by the way, when I say sticky, because I know I use sticky in a, in a negative tone, um, 
earlier in this sense I meant sticky glue as in like in a, as a, in a good thing so communicate to your partner where you're at and it can actually be where you're at in this relationship you know and the way that you do it isn't by blame um, and again it's by concern it's um, from curiosity it's from hey listen um, I want to work on this and I love you and I love what we're building and this is where I'm at you know um, that may be difficult for you so if it is the more the more reason that you need to do that also you're communicating to your partner maybe your boundaries um, you don't have to draw hard lines but you may say like hey listen I need some me time um, I been very feeling lonely with um, friendships and I need some time for a uh, girls night out or whatever it is you know you can draw boundaries when it comes to um, if you don't want your partner to um, be in every part of your life right and then if your partner has pushback then you guys can talk about that and, and why um, your partner is feeling hurt or rejected or whatever right and then you guys can talk about it but then it's your partner's job to own their peace all right, next step, rediscover your partner. Now, this is huge. Um, it takes intention. Um, it takes courage. It takes a new mindset for many people. Try to see him or her with fresh eyes because when we get into relationships and we get into routine and the day-to-day and, you know, the same patterns, it's very easy um, to take each other for granted and to not notice all the amazing things that you noticed about him or her um, early on. And so you can rediscover your partner. You just have to set the intention to. And so you start noticing things about your partner that you didn't, you know. Um, and maybe the stuff that you notice, you judged because you it didn't fit into how you want your partner to be or act um, or even, maybe even appear. And so that judgment created... Um, a slight form of rejection and disconnect and your drift so when I say we discover your partner it means to, to, to throw judgment out the window and to look at your partner with fresh eyes um, with your heart with palms open with consideration with respect uh, with love and see your partner for who they are and what I mean by that is uh, see the essence of your partner see um, see the true spirit of that person because I think it's also easy to judge and and um, get angry and hold resentment because of behavior or because of something he did um, something he said or uh, maybe there's something in the past that you're holding on to, right? All of that is easy in relationships to uh, become little stones in your shoes. You know, uh, you have to unpack the suitcase if you want to start to rediscover your partner. And you're not just rediscovering your partner as a gift for your partner. You're doing it for you. It's going to stretch you as a person. It's going to make you, uh, because think about it, if you have the ability, right, if you make a decision that you're going to rediscover, to see light, to see sides of your lover that you haven't in so long, and that's going to require not only courage but you know losing your ego, and it's going to require you um, being non-judgmental 
and being open, right? If you can do that and actually execute it and there's a shift for you and your heart grows, then you have that ability across the board with every human, right? And I'm not saying to be romantic with people. Um, I'm saying whether it's a friendship or with your family uh, or other people that you may have uh, anger toward or you have no tolerance for, um, it's going to be easier because now you have this skill of rediscovering people, seeing people in their true essence, uh, seeing someone and not judging them, right? Or forgiving and letting go of what they did and now seeing them for who they are. All of that requires lots of practice. It's not easy, uh, but it starts with an intention. And this is a big part of realigning your relationship because if it's going down the wrong tracks and you're able to rediscover your partner and see things in him that you haven't in a long time, it's going to definitely um, help with uh, getting the, tr the train back on the track again, you know. The last one, practice mindfulness in your relationship. Now, this one seems easy and obvious, but this is all execution. What does that look like? Well, when you're engaging with your partner, take a deep breath and be fully present. Don't look at your phone. Don't think about things. Um, I know that you know when, when we get into the routine of dinner and and whether it's going out or ordering in, and you know we, we're we're we may be next to our partner, but we're not engaging. We're not making eye contact. We're not fully present and. Like you just met him, be fully present. Be mindful. Like use all your senses, right? So it doesn't matter what the activity is. You guys could be watching uh, television or you could be eating food or you could be at a restaurant or you could be in your pajamas in your bed. Make the intention to practice mindfulness. So that means all your senses, right? So you're not just looking, you are feeling. One of the things that um, are huge, one of the things that's really big to me now is um, the word energy. And so before, and especially in the bedroom, it was to me, it was just very kind of um, skin deep surface, right? Uh, surface intimacy, sex. Um, now energy is a big deal. And to actually, um, feel someone feel someone's presence feel uh, her energy for me that's really big and so um, part of that is practicing mindfulness you know to be fully aware uh, whether it's a touch or a kiss or a glance or um, a conversation whatever you're doing with your partner try to be extremely mindful and present um, give your partner uh, undivided attention and here's the other thing uh, when he notices this, he'll give it back because it's going to feel good. And then he's going to realize, oh, wow, uh, maybe I'm not doing this, right? So if we have two people being extremely mindful, um, it's going to help so much to realign the relationship. So whether it's food, sex, conversations, whatever it is, um, be fully present. Use all your senses. Be in the here and now. And I know it's hard, so make it a practice.